Welcome everybody. Welcome back to Docking Bay 35. I'm your host, Vinny. And I am your newest Sanrio character, Sharon. Welcome back um, to our new format. Um, we'll continue this, uh, what would you call it? Not a charade. What? New, <laughs> new chapter? New maybe? chapter in a uh, new season, season two of Docking Bay 35. Um where we don't talk about Star Wars every week. So thank you for coming back. Yeah, thank you so much for coming back. Um, as you can sort of hear from our introduction, we tried to make things a little extra spoopy. Um, um, what was that? Is that coming from inside the room? Today's episode will be about Halloween. Halloween. So, Sharon. <laughs> yes, Vinny. How were Halloweens for you as a child? Um, oh, you're really cutting in deep already. Um, so that's the thing. I never really had a good, decent Halloween. My parents were very God-fearing. Um, and so, yeah. So I, I don't actually have a really great perspective on Halloween or, or a particular interest. But, but you're quite the opposite, aren't you? Um, I would say so. Uh, my father at a very young age taught me that uh, Halloween is about giving back to your community in one way or another. And if that's through scares, so be it. Um, yeah, as a kid, I just, I've always loved Halloween. So, um, yeah, just this episode just means so much to me. Well, I'm excited for you. Um, like, sort of, um... I think, yeah, especially starting at the beginning, um, when it comes to, like, childhood Halloweens, like, what were, like, your, kind of your favorite parts about Halloween? Uh, I really loved the fact that it brought me and my, like, parents closer together, especially my mom. So, she would ask me, what do you want to be this year for Halloween, Vinny? And uh, I would just be like, oh, I want to be, uh, I want to be Cowboy! Or, uh, I want to be, uh, Thomas the Tank Engine! So she would gather the family and the resources we had at the time, and she would make me costumes. Mm. Sometimes that meant, like, going to Goodwill or, like, the flea market, bargain market to, like, uh, pick up small things. But uh, at the end of the day, I've actually looked back at some of the pictures that uh, my mother sent me about the costumes, and I'm just very surprised on how well they turned out, even for, like, just my mom made this costume for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, like... um it, it's kind of interesting because the, the way that you talk about kind of the DIY aspect and how it felt like the DIY as like the DIYness of the costume made it like an excuse for like your family to come together and, and make things. Yeah. And now as an adult, like you find your wow. primary sources of. Uh, what do you know? <laughs> wow. Vinny got his inspiration for gr uh, making and uh, producing costumes from a very young. Wow, <laughs> it's actually very like this. Halloween is very much the reason like I 
go around dressing up and uh, raising money for children. Uh, <laughs> I I uh, I just absolutely love like dressing up. Like it's one of my favorite activities. It, it, so it wasn't the candy. It was. Oh no! It was it was the dressing up and definitely the candy and then scaring the snot out of kids sometimes. Yeah, let's let's get into more of that. Like so, um, uh, I know this, but maybe our listeners don't know um, that your family um, they normally on most Halloweens do a haunted house. Yep, we do. Uh, we have had this uh, haunted house for maybe the last ten years now. Um, it basically started off at, like, I mean, my father was just, uh, decorating out of spite because we had gone to, like, the nicer side of San Jose, Willow Glen area, and, um, they basically made this really nice house into a haunted house, like, with a trail that led, like, from the walkway, so, like, we had to walk over skeletons and graves and things, he was like, oh, I need to do something like this where there's a trail, to the candy that's really cool so ever since then my father was like oh nobody's out decorating us now <laughs> we're gonna have a whole haunted house on the side of our house yeah and, and i feel like um it it seems like a really cool transition because when you started uh like because when he started to do that that was when you started getting um a bit older um and your family was getting older and it seems like even now like halloween is such a big ordeal because it's like transitioned from being like something that you did like um personally by dressing up and now it's more like something that you do for other kids in the neighborhood oh definitely like we definitely do it because our neighbors still come with their little kids and like people literally drive by and are like is it open yet and we're like no not till halloween night yeah yeah it's it's a pretty spectacular like my that my dad has just been able to pull it off like without a hitch every year yeah, because, like, I, I feel like, um, and, and again, like, I don't really have much of perspective on Halloween, um, so, but I imagine that, like, most people, like, they sort of do Halloween and they get bored of it because, you know, they're not at the age where they could trick-or-treat, and so they just kind of dismiss it, but, um, but, like, it, it's still, like, such a production, like, you do, like, um, like, you project images onto the windows, right. um, like, you you guys, like, go to, like, flea markets and stuff and, like, drive out pretty far to, like, hunt down deals for, like, disheveled, yeah. like, Halloween. Little zombies and, like, uh, smoke like dis- smoke machines everywhere. Yeah. I'm surprised I haven't, like, I'm, I'm thankful that that, like, fake fog stuff isn't toxic or, like, I would have breathing problems or something. It, as if you don't <laughs> get breathing problems from all the fumes of Bondo and, like, spray paint. Right. And uh, driving into fires. Right, right. Oh, oh, I mean, uh, wait, before before we move on, um, how did your weekly goals go? Thanks for asking. Um, I drew a thing, and I'll post it onto the Docking Bay 3.5 Instagram yeah, I seen the thing. I really love it, and I really love the like artistry that went into it. Like you had a reference, and then you took picture of you to get more of like more reference, and then oh, that was a ghost. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- I th- I watched you, and it looked like you were having a great time. Like you're just so critical of your artwork. Yeah, I mean, like uh, it. 
I think that like the problem is is that like you see the artwork just as it is but I like see it and can compare it to like what I see in my mind if that makes any sense yeah I know like, what you're saying and, and you can't see that like what I'm actually trying to go for you're kind right of thing. that Doc Brown machine where he like sticks like a suction cup to your forehead and tries to guess what you're thinking yeah I don't have that <laughs> yeah um so I think well I think there's that and then I also think that like you know, yeah like that um like what I was going for with that drawing, and you guys can like look at it, look at it on Instagram. But what I was going for was um, kind of like um, the vibe of like a. So the the drawing that I did was of Keo from Star Wars Squadron. Keo, um, who's this really cute pilot um, on the Rebel side? Who he is. They. Oh, sorry. Oh, are they non-binary, like, officially? That's what I was reading, that they don't identify as non-binary. That's really awesome. Super um, cool. Yeah. And on their helmet, it's non-binary colors. Well, thank you for correcting me, but... Hey, no problem. Yeah. So, they um, they are a Merillillian? Merillillian? I think you're saying it right. Merillian? Yeah, Merillian, which is the same race or species that Barris Afi is and Luminara and Duli. And um, I just figured that, like, like, because, like, their skin is green and then they have, like, these very distinctive, like, marks. And I'm not really sure if they're, like, tattoos or if that's just natural to their I actually have no clue species. either. But her marks do look... Uh, their marks... Ah, see, now I'm doing it. Yeah. Darn it. Their marks definitely look different from Barris. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it seems like it's it just varies depending on the person. And I can't tell if that's, like, be due to beliefs. Because I, I feel like um, Marilyn's, um get coded as, like, kind of Muslim-y. I mean, they're... Or sensitive. Well, um, just because, know. like, Barris in particular, like, wears, like, kind of, like, a hijabi thing. Oh, right. You very rarely see her hair. I think the only time you see her hair is, like, when she's arrested. Even Master uh, Luminara, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you never see Luminara's hair. Um, and, and, like, I always, like, read it as, like, oh, is this, like, trying to be coded as, like, a particular thing in the same way that, like, Deepa, um, Bala- Depa, sorry, Deepa, Depa Balaba is, like, kind of coded as, like, Indian. <laughs> I get what you're saying, yeah. Um, but in any case, um, uh, so I always, like, thought, like, um, I don't know, I think, like, with my artwork, I always want to try and, like, have, like, more of a point of view than just, like, this is the character, this is a cute pose. Cute. Um, but like uh, I, I guess like try and communicate something and what I guess I was trying to like do with that picture was like kind of see Keo like inspect their marks on their face kind of like how someone would like inspect a blemish um, and to have like kind of like this ambivalent look and I'm not sure that I accomplished that I think it's just this awkward pose of like somebody just kind of like touching their face um I mean, you did a really good job. Like, I don't give yourself some credit. You did a really good job. I don't know. I think like the pose is like a little awkward, and it doesn't really. The expression is really blank, so it doesn't really communicate anything. Um, so I, I don't know. I think I could definitely do better. Um, and it's 
been a while since I tried to draw. Um, so I think like also part of it is too, is that like, I just had a really hard time like finishing an illustration and it's like something that I've always struggled with, but, um, especially cause I haven't been drawing a lot recently, um, for like the past couple of years that, um, I'm trying to get back into it. I'm trying to do things that are simpler. I've, I've always been better at figures than, um, being good at, uh, than being good at just, uh, anything. Sorry. Well, like, you're, yeah. I've seen a lot of your paintings, and like you've definitely come a long way. And now you're doing it by hand, and you're just recently going back to digital tablets. Yeah, I couldn't find. Um, I don't know if this is like a problem for digital artists, but I couldn't find the pen for my old tablet. Um, and it's like a Wacom Intuos, um, like back in like 2010. So I, I highly doubt that I could find like a replacement for it. Weren't you saying they like stopped making it? They didn't, they still have the Intuos, but they don't have backwards compatible pens that they sell. That, that is a calamity, that's a calamity, that's stupid, that's, that's trying to like milk you for artists, but for the money. Yeah, well I mean like I feel like most artists that are like smart and thoughtful wouldn't like lose their pens oh or like God. go It is a pen that, it doesn't even have a magnet in it, it just kind of just is loose all the time. I, yeah, but it's like a pretty cheap drawing pen, and so I ended up um, getting a really cheap tablet, because um, not a, not like an iPad tablet, but more like a, like an Intuos tablet. Um, I didn't want to go out of my way to buy an Intuos, because I figured that like, um, we may or may not try to buy an iPad for Procreate. Right. Um, but oh, we definitely are eventually. We just need to see how uh, well the USPS is going to be paying me. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. I haven't seen a check from them at all. But, oh, um, uh, I, I, I guess just really quickly, I, I bought a tablet. It, it was only like $40, which is like... That's not bad for like an intro-level tablet. Yeah, it's like an XP pen. We're not sponsored, but... Um, We're not sponsored. If you'd like to sponsor us, please contact us yes, at DocuBay35. Um, but, <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah, but in any case, um, you, Vinny, you just, uh, finished training or you're, you're, you passed your driving test for the USPS. How do you I feel? I did. I am now certified to drive on the right hand side of the road. Yeah. Um, so I'm certified to drive on the right hand side. Sorry. There was a technical difficulties. Forgot to turn off the air conditioning in the house. So. Hopefully we sound better now. Um, so, um, yeah, so just yesterday I went to the USPS Driving Academy and um, I had the sweetest uh, instructor who was also the senior instructor and nobody dared to tell me that he was a senior instructor. He himself told me, you d I hope you know that you're training under the senior ins uh, instructor here. <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, Jim. I didn't know that until now. Uh, so the buttload of compliments I was getting for him as I was testing uh, later in the day just became so much more to, like, to me. Because, wow, if I could impress the senior instructor, driving instructor for the United States Postal Service, uh, maybe I should be uh, working at a higher level than the uh, assistant rural carrier that I currently am. Um, yeah, but but I think also part of it is just that like it like clearly it's just been taking a very long time to like um to to start you just because of all the paperwork that's involved in like right. having a federal employee right um and 
but I'm sure, yeah, I think, um, I think it's only a matter of time before you move up or can, can apply. To I'm hoping position. so. It's, it's kind of sad. I, he had just told me like, if you could apply for a CCA, which is a city carrier assistant and they get like a full-time, it's a full-time job and you get benefits. Right. And you, you, you can't apply for their benefits. So, um, I'm definitely just going to have to like keep my eyes on those, uh, careers option and with my uh step ahead now that i'm certified to drive on the right hand side mm-hmm. i will uh have the leg up and hopefully get a better position yeah most definitely i mean like i've i've act- like, i think it's crazy but like i've actually st- like hired people um um Sorry, technical, well, not technical difficulties. Uh, we may or may not have said something that legally we can't talk about on the podcast. So um, welcome to this um, insert, uh, first uh, ever insert of Docking Bay 3.5. Uh, Sharon, uh, let's talk over that segment that we can't talk about or what yeah. it was. Oh, it's it's just some weird UCSD thing about not even HR. a UC. Nope, nope. Huh? Huh? I mean droids. Anyways, um, <laughs> Sharon, let's uh let's talk about something else well, instead of that. Well, something that I actually wanted to talk about on the podcast episode that we couldn't was about um sort of what we wanted to do if COVID nineteen didn't happen or what to do sort of amid the COVID-19 thing. Um, and one thing that I honestly, like, if if I, if my mom wasn't so, um, if my mom wasn't so, like, immunocompromised, I would have loved to go to Not Scary Farm right now. Oh, my God, it's so spooky, but, like, you have cowboy ghosts and everything. Yeah. I, 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 watch, uh, I watch a few YouTube videos where they, like, walk through the, um, theme parks because i'm basic like that and um i don't know it just looks so fun yeah so for listeners that don't know so knott's berry farm is a theme park that is on like the property of like a berry farm um and they they have like sort of like this kind of western theme um for people in northern california it's like great america it's pretty close to great america but it's more um it's a lot bigger and it's a lot more uh, themed still. Yeah, yeah, and it's located in Buena Park. And during the Halloween season, normally they turn the entire park into like a scare zone. Um, so it's like this giant haunted house, but also like theme park. And um, obviously they can't do that this year because like a lot of the scares is like you know people in large crowds and like right in You're the like, large like scary characters. people like. Pushing like your pushing, shoulder. Yeah, touching you. Right. Um, and, Making and you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, screaming in your face and stuff. Right. Um, uh, you had gone to one of those, actually. I did. Um, but unfortunately, like, the person, the people that I went with, like, they just immediately did not, like, realize, like, what they signed up for and, like, immediately had to leave. So it was kind of, it was really disappointing. Um, but, but, un- but it's, like, understandable that, like, I, I didn't want to, like force my friends yeah to into uncomfortable situations yeah yeah i mean that's i mean that's good but it's like ah it, it this year would be the year to go and i hope they actually replicate it during the day like this and then at nighttime they could go back to like spooky mazes and yeah whatnot. i don't I, I yeah i think uh 
Yeah, I don't really know if they do it during the day, but um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I really, I really wish that I could go and um, and really experience it, and I'm excited right, to maybe it's kinda, go this year. It's kind of like uh, that Disney art and wine sort of, but it's all like good yeah. foods from like I, I don't know wh- where they get the ideas, but uh, watching it, it looks really fun. Like there's like a cowboy ghost mare. And he's like yelling at you from the ramparts, being like, "Yeah, like all this rooting tune cowboy shooting." All, all the people that normally would be scaring you, right, like right at your face, are in the balconies. Or the if they're at, or if they're trying to scare you, like the ghosts are wearing COVID, like masks and stuff for COVID. Right. Yeah. It's, it looks really cute. Like I'm honestly like dreading like not going, but at the same time, it's probably for the best to keep like us safe and your family mm-hmm. safe and my family safe and so on so forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it also like if if that's kind of your thing and you're a low risk um, person, maybe check it out. It's, it's definitely really cool and a cool way for the theme park to to open in a way that's safe. Right. Um, I mean, Disney's not even open right now, so it's super surprising to hear that Knott's Berry is open. Yeah, I guess know, it's in a different county or something. Yeah, that is strange. Um, yeah, it's not in Anaheim. I think maybe because Knott's Berry Farm still is a smaller park than Disney, because I think Disney is just well. Disney's really a small city in and of itself, right? Like that, they treat it as a small city, and like it is partially open downtown, like the mm-hmm. downtown Disney section, but nothing else. Right. There were rumors that it was going to open up, but uh, California was just like, nope. Yeah, no, it's 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 surprising that like it seems it's like <laughs> I don't know if it's like necessarily the county or the city of Anaheim or if it's Gavin Newsom personally coming out and being like I hate Disneyland. No, um, he can't. Um, I mean, Gavin I mean, Orange County just in general really hates Gavin Newsom right now. Well, I mean, they're also all like a uh, non-mask uh, right, not maskers. Right. It's like a right-leaning pocket of uh, of the state, but um, I, um, but yeah, I'm surprised that like for example, Universal Studios is also open as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad Disney's not open. We were gonna go for my birthday, but we were like, oh, that's just gonna be a cesspool of COVID. Yeah. Yeah, people aren't responsible. Don't don't think that other people just because you're responsible, other people will be because. They won't just go into it like like we were saying like in the episode. I'm not sure if this has happened yet in the episode, <laughs> but we talk about going to IKEA and how like nobody's wearing masks. Yeah. Well, people were wearing masks, but they weren't wearing them properly. But it's it and it's chin like, diapers. It it personally makes me wonder if there are people out there that like because they're going out, they already don't worry as much about security and like um taking covid seriously and that by doing so they're the worst they are definitely the worst or or not not the worst but that they're um well they are the worst first of all you got to be more responsible you know Hey, have some empathy. Think about someone other than yourself. Hey, I know you're not sick. You're probably not high risk, but respect your community. Wear a mask. Yeah, well, I guess more what I'm trying to say is just that, like, it it incurred, like, the, that, like, B, 
being in spaces where where people are out like already brings out like a particular part of the population that already doesn't really care right. about COVID. If we de- we needed the essential uh we needed the essential bookshelf and essentially we needed the uh what is this called? The dresser. The dresser. Yeah. Cabinet. I keep calling it a cabinet. Anyways. Yeah. I think uh, we've talked over ourselves enough, and um, I think we should get back to our regularly scheduled program. Great. Craziness. Craziness. Anyways, yeah. uh, do you want to get back to uh, dressing up in today's topic of Halloween? Wait, 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 wait. Pause, pause the wolf. Um, Pause Dave Filoni. How I I feel like you're uh you're trying to um skirt around the fact that you didn't get to finish your weekly goal. <sighs> yeah, sadly I got to the molding part. Wait, got- no, 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 no. Tell, explain to the listeners that maybe haven't caught on. Okay, what your weekly my goal weekly was. goal was to uh make a whole new helmet in Fusion three sixty, uh mold a helmet in fact and then print it i thought it was going to be a day or two and i did it took a day or two to get the mold or the mold and the file ready in fact i made two different molds one um in one method <laughs> i don't know sharon knows the different names for it but uh i used two different methods to make two different you, versions you of the did, helmet you um you like modeled it parametrically and then you sculpted it right um, there you go <laughs> and, and like you had to like sort of merge those two methods together right yeah it it came out pretty good um the second one looks way better than the first one especially on how it's gonna fit the person if i ever get to print it um sadly my chiron decided to give me a sensor error so i I have to open up the bottom, pull out the multimeter, and just uh, hopefully it's just a loose connection. I either re- need to resolder or, um, in fact, maybe possibly, hopefully, just glue down so it doesn't shake itself to death. Because that's basically what's happening is the the Chiron is just so um, big that <laughs> it could vibrate itself to death. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I've seen it like just jiggle in like uh, especially like when you're when we were putting out like parts of the clone oh right that because like <laughs> um it's basically just printing infill um over and over again that like it um yeah it's it's shaking back and forth making uh making connections come apart and hopefully that's what it is and it's not a sensor i actually have to um go out of my way and buy and then wait for which Ah, sadly, I don't think I'm going to get this helmet done in time before Halloween, but I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that it is a simple fix, and hopefully I'll get this helmet shipped as quickly as possible. Yeah, um, well, I mean, like, there's also, like, uh, um, I I feel like there are 3D print files of it, and... I can imagine too that if you slice it, well, I um, don't know. It's just, I, I don't want to. I don't want to take someone else's file and then like take credit for it. It's unfair, you know. I I I don't think. Well, I mean, like I think people put things out on Thingiverse and on Etsy because they want people to print it out. Um, right. As long as you but give it's them not credit, like they want me to like take a, this. Com- somebody's trying to pay me to make them this helmet. Or this whole costume. So, like, I don't want to, like, take advantage of their free files and, like, um, 
sell it to somebody else because that's not, not that's not cool. Like I get it for maybe like a paid file, especially like I spoke to some three D um, molding artists and they're just like, so long as you like give a shout out to the um, creator of the uh, mold or the the sculpt, yeah. like it's good to do it that way. No, I think. By the way, uh, thank you, Demon Dog, for uh, giving me this uh, bean um, print files. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, I don't know. And, like, maybe this, like, is, like, an ethics question that you should, like, bring up to, like, some place like the RPF. But, like, oh, also the Ursaren. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. Like, it, I mean, it's uh, there is a community of 3D printers out there. Th- 3D printer printers. But I... I and um, uh-huh. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of prop makers, and they're trying to, like take credit for doing the sculpts, but that's not me. Like I didn't but that's but that's the thing though. I think as long as you're transparent to the to the person who is buying it and maybe adjust your prices. But also I think on the other side of things, like to get the consent and like the written consent of the person who you are taking the files from. Right. Because I mean, like, there must be like an email attached to that Thingiverse profile or whatever. I mean, they're they're all connected to like their Thingiverse um, profiles, so it shouldn't be too hard to like reach out to that person that has the free file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, I, I think it's just a matter of that, and then um, and and I'm sure that you could like slice the file in half, and it shouldn't be too hard to like glue two glue just two things together because i mean it's it's like a face it's it's just a face shell it's not a full clone helmet or something like that true well that's the thing like i looked into it and like i slowed down like the uh inquisitor takes out or the temple uh, yeah, guard inquisitor can we talk person about what did what were you, what you're printing so i'm making an inquisitor helmet from the rebels episode where kanan jaris ezra and ahsoka all have like weird Jedi uh, trips. They, they trip out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all trip out in that cave. Like, Kanan's dream or vision was the um, temple guards. And I'm basically making that costume that the inqui- it turns out to be the Inquisitor. Yeah, so a temple guard uh, mask, which, um, yeah, it. Uh, but what is the realization that you had about the temple guard mask? Um, the way it fits around his head is weird because, like, the back is some sort of neoprene balaclava situation where it kind of just, like, slides over the back of the head. And it just so look happens to look like his skin. So, in theory, I need to get, like, a gray balaclava and maybe possibly paint on some red stripes on the back to make it look like the back of uh, the Inquisitor's head. But uh, it's not that hard. So, like, the main mold, the front part, the eye part with the ear, like, the round ears, that all that was easy mm-hmm. in the in the molding part. But paramagically, like, wow, that was hard. Like, I was doing it the hard way this whole time. So it was de- I definitely thank you for showing me that there was a way easier to, like, mold and sculpt in Fusion 360. Yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't even me. It was uh, this group, I punished props, I think right, they are, right, right. on YouTube. Um, they have, like, a great, um, I don't know if you know Commander Holly, but it's, like, some, uh, like, Let's Player on YouTube, and um, they made a helmet for her, and 
Um, it's a great video in case you, that you're also interested in modeling and 3D printing. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for teaching me how to <laughs> how to mold and stuff. Yeah, save Vinny from parametric modeling. Thank you. Um, yeah. It is so much easier. So much easier. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so all of that's to say, I messed up. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to do better for my next weekly goal. But anyways. I mean, I, but it's, it's a goal that, like, I mean, goals aren't always, uh, it's, I, I think you learned something. I think you definitely, I think in terms of goals, you definitely modeled something. I definitely mold two, molded two things in two different methods and uh, only got better at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I'd like to get back to today's topic of Halloween. Halloween. We had to intervene and enter like a little bit of sp spat in a little bit of Star Wars. Just a little bit, always. So, Vinny, back on track on Halloween. Um. So. You've had, so I guess, like, sort of just in general, like, what were your favorite costumes as a kid? Like, what did you dress up as? <sighs> well, go, the earliest costume I could remember was, like, we had just watched, uh, I think it was 101 Dalmatians, the live-action version. Mm -hmm. So I, myself, wanted to be a live-action puppy. <laughs> <laughs> want to be like a person like glenn close no i wanted uh, to be i wanted to be a dalmatian and i remember the picture and i'm even standing like this you were like I'm, I'm full i am full puppy i think my sister was a princess i think my sister doesn't have as many like creative costumes that i did because she just was a princess but i uh, as as a woman i i take reservation with that because i think she's only ever allowed to be a princess you know what i mean that's sad yeah you're right like i now that i'm thinking about it she always would get like the barbies and stuff and i would always get like the everything else. everything else i think i had this toy from like the rescuers where it was like a robot and it had a hand that shot it was like a claw i don't know i don't remember that from the rescuers movie i don't remember anyways my favorite costume of all was this time that i dressed as a conductor and had a Thomas the Tank Engine, like, do you know those costumes where it's, like, an inflatable thing, and, like, you step into it, and it's like, oh, I'm carrying an alien, or the, the alien's carrying me, or the oh, ostrich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was that, but uh, Thomas the Tank Engine hand-built, like, shell that I would step into. So you were riding Thomas. Technically, I was riding Thomas. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I had <laughs> a choot, <laughs> I had a, I had a, I had a train whistle, I would like blow it around, it'd be a woot toot toot, and uh, I would do the whole hand motion, you've seen it before, I, I still dance like this. Yeah, okay, like, I don't know if you listeners know, but Vinny is uh, strangely really into trains, like, I, sometimes when a day is really stressful, He'll just turn on Train Simulator, which is like this app in which you just conduct a train. Like, there's no goal. There's just, you are a train. And I'm very confused by it. 
So Thomas the Tank Engine was a huge part of my job. <laughs> I still don't understand like I I I don't know. So I like special. it was so calming and I think there was it, it was another reason like I grew up with the Beatles too. So like when I found out that like Ringo Starr was uh Mr. Conductor, I almost like I damn near lost it. Like I was like ah he was in my childhood this whole time. I don't know. That's like uh, as a kid, it was like my, I don't know. It was like my, uh, I don't know. I grew up with all of those shows. Like I even watched Wallace and Gromit and stuff like that. Like anything that was available at the library for free, you yeah, know. But I, but I don't think that like you you think about uh, I don't know what what Wallace. Is. I don't think like you think about cheese in the same way that you think about trains. Like there is something like particular about trains where like. Like, sometimes, like, I'll just, like, open the door and, like, see you, and you're watching a three, a 30-minute long video about trains. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have to tell you. Like, I don't know. To this day, I still love trains. Like, the engineering <laughs> behind trains still fascinates me. Like, a machine that runs off of steam and, like, heat? Rad. <laughs> I don't know. It's like my inner child. Like I'm I'm like uh Walt Disney, like he also loved train sets, you know. If I could have a train set that big of like Disneyland, it would just be a dream come true. Huh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like it, it's like it's, it's a fascination that like I know that other people have cuz you did say like Walt Disney like trains. I think John Lasseter, um one of like the major people at Pixar, like he I don't know. Have you ever seen his house tour? He has like a bunch of interconnected trains throughout his house that like sort of run like above and under. Like like some of his floor is like glass, and like you could see the trains like go through. And it's I have not seen that. Oh my gosh! I need to see <laughs> that now. <laughs> yeah, and so like I know that there are other people that like trains, but I also don't understand them and their fascination. So I guess I'll, I'll stop grilling you about trains. I don't know. Um, trains are cool, and so are the people that drive them. Like you someday. Um, hopefully that'd be a pretty cool job. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be a USPS train. Yeah. Oh my god. No, I don't think they do. <laughs> they probably subsidize. I would just. Uh, yeah, I would have to sign up for like Amtrak or something like that. But who knows? Um, so sort of like jumping off from like what your favorite costumes were. Um, I I think another large part of Halloween that you felt was just um, like what were like your favorite movies or shows that like got you into like the Halloween mood? Mm, I guess one of my favorite shows to watch. Um, actually, it was a movie. Uh, I remember, like, distinctly watching two movies when I was a kid. It was both Halloween Town with uh, Debbie Reynolds and um, Hocus Pocus with Bette Midler. Bette Midler. <laughs> and that one person from Sex and the City. And that one person as Sexy Witch. And that other person as Rutabaga. <laughs> Rutabaga. The drag queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just actually watched that the other day. <laughs> I mean, all three of those witches are drag queens. Right. Well, we haven't watched Halloween Town yet to your uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what you've Halloween never town. seen a Halloween town. You have no idea what a Halloween town. town. I, I see it on Disney Plus. I'm like, great, whatever. Whatever Halloween town. But once you watch it, and like the character, like there's so many like, it's like when Disney was still doing like practical effects, mm-hmm. real sets, great. you know. And um, it was definitely made. It's definitely made in the '90s, so it's um, product of its time. But mm-hmm. it's still but also of, like kind of nostalgic. I'm yeah, assuming. and the fact that like. Princess Leia's real mom is the grandma still to this day, like, warms my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring it back to Star Wars, baby. Baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it, uh, um, so definitely, like, not, like, actual scary movies. Like, you weren't into, like, the kind of, like, Wes Craven. I, yeah, I was never big into the spooky movies like i would watch them when they were on but like i never like went out of my way to watch them you're not like oh man i need to watch halloween too is this halloween town no it's halloween did you make that mistake as a kid yeah maybe a few times as an adolescent yeah so i definitely saw uh spoopiness when I shouldn't have seen spoopiness, but that's fine. Like I think that's I'm part of childhood is to inadvertently accidentally watch a scary movie. Oh definitely. Like but though like, I guess I like I do like scary movies, but I especially love this genre of like spooky sci fi movie. That is more my jam than like, oh we're a gore movie where the guy's gonna chase you with a spoon and kill you. <laughs> you know? Spoon. Um like, what do you mean by, like, spoopy sci-fi, like, a oh, 2001 like, Space Odyssey? And- I mean, that, definitely, but, like, I'm more talking about, like, the Alien series or the oh, Predator series. Got it, got it. But I feel like that, I, I guess that could be seen as Halloween, but I feel like those are just uh, year, year-long year round action flicks. I guess so, but, like, I guess the Alien series, to me, was more of the spoopy, like, oh, I mean, it was wonderful to see the anatomy of a woman for the first time. Um, there's boobs and aliens. Sharon, there's so <laughs> many boobs and aliens. <laughs> I guess I just never was made, I guess I've never watched aliens. There's also brown life. face in aliens. Now that I'm thinking about it, in aliens, not alien. The first one was uh, with the. Uh, oh, what's her name? Ridley. Ridley. Ridley Scott is the director. Yep, Ripley. Sorry. Ripley. Yeah, not Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one played by Sigourney yeah, Weaver, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, what a beautiful woman. Um, anyways, what are you? What are some of your favorite like spooky Halloween movies? That's the thing. Like, so for me, like Halloween has never been like a big deal, m- mostly because, um, I, my parents were intensely Christian, and so they just took what took me to church on Halloween. So I never went trick or treating, or I never like dressed up. Um, so, like, all, like, the scary, um, it's, it's, like, and I don't even feel resentful about it, because, like, it just, like, I don't feel like, I think, I definitely knew that I was missing out when it came to, like, volume of candy, um, and I have, like, a huge sweet tooth, but, um, but in terms of, like, uh, spookiness, like, I don't see scary movies as, like, a thing, or, like, or even spooky movies as, like, a thing that's, uh, that necessarily needs to be like attributed to a specific time. Like you think, um, like for example, like uh, I don't know. I like Asian scary movies. So like, um, you know, like just The Ring 
or like uh, oh my god Juwan. you actually watched the ring like growing up yeah I don't know. I, I can like, I mean, do it's it. It's ruined me as a child, and I, I remember for like months. But. I remember watching those movies when I was at my Aikido studio, spoopy like sleep overnight. Mm-hmm. So we watched that movie and like Signs, and like. Did I, you watch the Ring, like the Japanese Ring? I don't know. I don't think so. Like we watched Grudge, and like it was probably the American version. So I'm thinking yeah. about it. The I, one with Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. I don't remember. I haven't okay. seen it since. No, Honestly, I was so spooked as a kid that I was like, nope. Yeah. Spooky movies aren't like, for me. But those were never like a Halloween themed, like not in the this same This isn't Halloween Town. Like, <laughs> but it's like never in the same vein as like uh I had like the like scary movies or whatever. Um or not scary movies. What am I talking about? Scream. Oh, Scream. I never really? watched that either though. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, we never, uh, I don't know. In my household, we were more like sports. Dogs. Dogs. And, uh. Motorcycles. Motorcycles. Yeah, I don't know. We just didn't, I don't, we just never liked those kind of movies. Like, I never went to go see those. Does does Jurassic Park count as a scary movie? I think it's a scary movie. I don't think it's a Halloween movie. Right. I don't think people go out of their way to be like. October, it's time to pull out Jurassic Park. Right. Like, I never I never even watched, like, the spoof scary movies. I regret, like, I'm now seeing them and watching them as an adult. I mean, like, I barely get these as an adult, so mm. I definitely would not have gotten them as a kid either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, how do you feel? What is a walrus man? <laughs> what? 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 What is a human centipede? Oh, yeah. Well, no. Like, what are these fr- fringe horror movies? Yeah, what well, is I a mean, bong, and why is it haunted? But but I think also um, kind of more, like, maybe more, like, semantically, what is even a Halloween movie? Because I think, um, you know, like, some people think that, or not some people, like, but there, there's, like, a fun uh, internet argument that if Die Hard is a Christmas movie... And I think in a similar vein, um, one of our mutual friends, Matt, had recently asked on Facebook if The Karate Kid is a Halloween movie because they oh, have that Halloween scene. You're right. Um, oh wow. Right, but like, but it also like, but also like, it's in, over the span of like a year, so I don't think it. I we could have that uh, Facebook argument with him about it, but, um. But I think, like, yeah, like, Halloweenness, especially, like, nowadays, I feel like so much, like, maybe it used to be about scary things only at one time, but I feel like, uh, especially now, like, part of it is, like, also, like, so pop culture and not everybody wants to be scared, so there's, like, this, like, kind of spoopy, like, Halloween town hocus-pocus element to it as well. Like, it's not necessarily, like about being scary but does the like, Blair Witch Project count I don't know but yeah yeah like it's like if horror is its own genre like how do you discern um like what is and isn't like Halloween-y I guess when it doesn't you take too navel gazy about this no you're not like I think you have you bring up a valid point I guess if it's around the holiday like if you see kids trick-or-treating that's how you know it's a Halloween movie I think I don't know. Honestly, like the that Karate Kid one brings up a good point. 
technically it is. No. Is it also a New Year's movie? No, it's not a New Year's movie. No, they do have like a, but like it's it's over the course of mo- several months. Um, so I don't think that it would be, but I guess, but I, but I guess like it's more that like the idea of what is it Halloween and then what's spoopy. And also like um, now that like we kind of like dabble in cosplay, like what cosplay is. Because cosplay, do you feel like, is that, like, Halloween? It's Halloween year-round, baby. Baby. Um, I guess that's why I was so drawn to, like, Star Wars clubs, because you basically still get to dress around and, like, be, um, be something that's not you all the time. Yeah, but I think, like, you, it's it's not like you could really dress up in, like, a $1,000 Stormtrooper costume on Halloween either. I mean, I guess, like, unless you're, like, really, like, I think, like, uh, regardless, like, it's not necessarily socially acceptable to, to, like, invest that much in, like, your Halloween costume. Well, I don't know. Like, it's becoming a little more socially acceptable to be a Mandalorian, you know? (laughs) Yeah, but I think, but, but I think it's because the Star Wars costuming clubs, like, gives you an opportunity and, like, cons give you an opportunity now to, like do that in a way where it's like this non-Halloween expression that you felt as a kid if if you know what I mean sort of like but, I but do like miss that line gets confusing I do miss getting free candy um <laughs> I wish as a cosplayer player more people would be like oh sweet cosplay and didn't give me candy <laughs> you want you want a, you want cos, co, um you want conventions to be more like Halloween. Oh, definitely. Halloween. Yes, that'd be pretty sweet. It'd bring everybody back. You're you know, when we could go back, spoopy. uh, post post COVID, mm-hmm. you know, everybody starts just. I you know what? That'll be the thing that I do. I like your cosplay. You're getting some sort of candy from me, and I'm gonna say Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> it's like August. It's like it, yeah, April. it's July. <laughs> <laughs> You're bringing Halloween back, baby. Baby, bringing it back. Because uh, I'm not sure. I have to work Halloween this year. I might. We'll see. I don't think Halloween's a real uh, holiday, though. Like, it's not like a Columbus Day. I don't think people are going to go out of their way to to take that off. Halloween's real in my heart, Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm just saying it might not be for everyone else. Who is that knocking at my door? Okay, so s- starting to transition more into um, the now. Um, what, assuming that you don't have to wear Halloween, what are your plans? Oh, uh, I think we'll be driving back from San Jose from the wedding if I don't work. Honestly, I really don't know. I'm hoping we'll either be here or there, but with my current work schedule, we'll either be driving or giving out candy here at the uh, apartment. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, it's it's kind of weird because, like, because of COVID, um, it's hard to say whether or not we're even going to get trick-or-treaters. I don't uh, know. Or how the neighborhood is going to organize. Like, we very rarely do get trick-or-treaters, um, like, in our condominium. Right. I wish or, I could, like, yeah. do something to be like, hey, trick-or-treaters, I love Halloween, too, without, like, being a man. Unfortunately, we're, like, we. I could easily be, like, perceived as something that I'm not, and that's a predator. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. 
like I don't want to be like, hey, kid, you want some candy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of weird. Like, I felt really weird because kids actually have been wearing their costumes around. I'm like, oh, nice costume. Like, if you want, we'll have candy. We'll social distance. I'll throw it at you or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... um... We have M&M's it's, it's, and Snickers yeah, and, so far. Yeah, and it's not like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's not like we have, like, a home association that, like, we could, like, have a meeting about, like, how we want to do Halloween. So I guess we'll see. But um, but I guess, like, the other part of it is, too, is um, what are you going to dress up with? Where are we going to dress up as this year? Well, I, I'm going to be an inflatable Godzilla. I don't remember. I don't know if you recall that uh, video that was go surfing around the internet that I found. Oh, I recall. Oh, this child you. screaming. It was such an inspiration to you. I would play it now if I had the sound bite, but it's just the cutest thing. Then I'm just going to be Godzilla screaming like, ah! <laughs> ah! I love how That's end, my roar. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the video, he's just like, and that's how he does it. <laughs> so I really it. wanted to add like lights to we almost made it a whole episode without you cursing wow uh, anyways um I really wanted to add LED lights to it but like with the move and everything I just didn't get around to it yeah 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 <sighs> anyways this Halloween's like the time cosplayers don't usually like spend too much time on their costumes yeah I think it's almost like a point to like not yeah spend as much I mean time. we got this is our party holiday you know right this is when you pull out the Hennessy and the vodka so ironically most people tend to like try and uh use you the most on Halloween oh definitely I, that's what this helmet was or the uh inquisitor helmet was supposed to be for but my dang printer went out on me again but also like it's it's kind of weird to to ask of somebody to like make a yeah, costume someone who's you know known for making costumes costume. yeah um and and to do it like two weeks before halloween um, right yeah i mean they had asked me before i had even moved and i said well i'm moving so maybe i'll see when i move what i could get done but like now that i i'm just barely getting like normalcy in my life you know like it's yeah. been hard. Like, just today, like, thank, like, I thank God for, like, your sister. Like, she got me, like, Funyuns and wrote a sweet note on it. Even saying, like, uh, cheer up Charlie to me. I almost cried. <laughs> I cried. I'm not gonna lie. Oh. Vulnerable. All these bags of Funyuns. It's not, it's not real <laughs> tears. It's the cut up Funyuns. Yeah. It's funyuns, I swear. Um... Awesome. Well, I'm I'm glad that Halloween means so much to you, and I'm excited to to see how it goes. Um, and I guess, uh, sort of before we head out, what are your goals going to be for this week? I'm gonna fix my 3D printer to the best ability if I can. If that means bypassing some sensors to get it to work, so be it. But um, I'm definitely gonna not gonna set that apartment on fire. But um. Hopefully it's just as easy as like me having to solder some connections into parts of the motherboard, but that alone is dangerous. I do have extra connectors to get through it, but my goal this week will be to um, not only get my printer up and running again, but um, get that helmet printing finally. Oh, and also get my... um, I, speaking of Halloween, I'm a part of this spooky gift exchange, which is kind of like a secret Santa, but uh, Halloween. Um, 
So I definitely want to get this Predator Skull that I printed out done and shipped to my uh, lucky uh, Halloween spooky pen pal, uh, Sean, Sean, ba- Sean Bass. I think that's his, uh, I think that's his handle. You should probably bleep out what you're going no, to that's, give him. That's, oh, Sean, if you're listening, I I think he'll have it by then. By the time this episode comes out, like, I should have it shipped already. Okay. And I'm not sure if he's a listener, but he's a, he's a world-class DJ. No big deal. <laughs> Check out his stuff. I'm not sure uh, who I have, who I'm partnered with, but I also haven't received my thing, so... I don't feel super pressured, but it needs to be shipped and ready to be, like, in their hands by the 30th. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, a little ready. close. Like, I want to make it the Calavera, so, like, the Mexican sugar skull. Mm-hmm. But, like, you were telling me, like, it's really complicated. Like, I know it's complicated. I used to do it in elementary school, you know? Um, so, I know it'll be difficult, but I think they'll appreciate it a little more. So just putting that little, little like chef's kiss at the end would be beautiful to get it done. It's like, but you were saying like I could just weather it and make it look like a, like a skull that somebody had like on their hip or something. But um, I don't know if that's my style. I, but at the same time, my aesthetic changes every day. So. I mean, it's your gift. You can do whatever you want. I know it's going to be difficult, and I'm going to get stressed about it. And I apologize in advance. So technically, I have two, like three goals, but I'll get one of them done. I swear. <laughs> okay. Um, I think my goal for this week again is uh, um, I'm I'm trying to get back into digital art. Um, just because that was like sort of my main like uh, it was like sort of my main medium like when I was like in high school, and that was sort of like where. I think I peaked artistically, unfortunately. You didn't peak. That's it. That's the. Th- you're just so dang hard on yourself when it comes to anything artistic, like especially when it's like a physical thing in front of you. It's even worse. So don't be so hard on yourself. Maybe that should be your goal. Okay, then never <laughs> mind. No, no, I'm sorry. What's your actual goal? No, it, well, it's just to to sort of get back into it and and start and post on up another drawing. Um, I kind of want to, um, I'm kind of, like, trying to expand, like, the take baby steps. So first it was, um, with the Kyo painting that was squash, um, that was, uh, a bust. Now I'm doing kind of, like, a waist-up picture with two characters. Um, and it's still Star Wars-themed, and, and I'll go ahead and post it to the Docking Bay 35 Instagram, um, when it's done, but, um... Yeah, I'm hoping that um, it will look a little bit more finished. It'll, it'll have, like, a vague background, but not, like, a real background. But um, I'm excited, um, and I'm excited to sort of get back into really trying trying with, with art again. And to well, we now have this brilliant, like, workspace that we've created together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we well, haven't talked really about it, but like we've we went to IKEA. Oh my god, we, we went to the Disneyland of furniture. <laughs> we got there before opening. We didn't know it was just by chance. You needed to get a flu shot this last Saturday. Yeah, we we, we were we. I needed to get a flu shot. Um, I scheduled it with like a clinic that was associated with my school. Um, I like, and we were just like five minutes away from IKEA to begin with, so we were just like. 
we're already here. Let's just go. And so we went and we got there like, like maybe 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes before it opened. And the line was already so long that I was coming out of the parking lot um, right. and looping back around, um, which is insane. Um, yeah, but we got there early enough to where we didn't need to, like, wait that long. Yeah, because, like, they were already, like, like they were letting people in t- up to the maximum occupancy. Yeah, I mean, there was way too many people in there and too many uh, too many dick nose if you know what i mean people who wear their chin diapers there we go that's a more uh politically uh, correct way to say it i guess yeah yeah but yeah it it was it was pretty stressful to try and navigate especially like Like people would go like we were obviously looking at the thing taking pictures trying to get out there as quickly as i can or we could but like we had like people behind us trying to like squeeze in like between us at times and it was kind of gross like you could couldn't be patient enough to like wait for us to finish here right yeah it's um i want to be oh your sister made us watch that uh pandemic special with south park which mm-hmm. i've never been a fan of south park but this one was funny because like the character uh cartman he carries around a six foot pole with a flag at the end that says six feet and <laughs> i'm thinking about like getting one of those for myself you had to just strap two yardsticks together right yeah um yeah but but we also but we did it uh our relationship has survived another trip to ikea yeah we built a cabinet we and yeah. a bookshelf no a drawer and a bookshelf oh sorry yeah i don't know furniture but anyways we we now have workspace we're gonna get stuff done yeah i mean it's great i don't know what else to say i'm excited i've been talking for an hour now this is the way yeah. Oh, sorry if you forgot that part last time. This is the way. I have spoken. Copy that. Locked in for 3 5. Thank you for listening to Docking Bay 3.5. If you'd like to see more of us, you can support us on Ko-Fi, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Facebook at Docking Bay 3.5. If you'd like to buy our merch, visit T-Man on tpublic.com. T-Man. T-E-E-M-A-N. Till next time. Bye bye